Columbus cast. Welcome back to Columbus cast. I did that wrong. <laughs> I, I liked it. I think a little we should keep it in. Varying it up. If you're out there and you're listening, definitely share with one friend this week. We are growing the cast and you can help us do it. Yeah. And rate us on iTunes. If you're listening to us on Apple podcasts, um, follow us on Instagram. If you didn't come here from Instagram already following us at CBuzzCast and DM us if there's anything you like specifically want to hear about or something you hate about this. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, I would listen to this every week, except um, Julia's super annoying and I don't know. And they talk about Lion's Cup cookies too much. <laughs> Facts. So anyway, what did, what were you up to this weekend, Laura? Let's give our weekend updates. Yeah, I'll give my weekend update real quick. On the very, very, very last four seconds of last week's episode, I said, and maybe I'll be in Gatlinburg. I don't know if anyone actually listens all the way to the end, but I actually ended up, I was in Indiana uh, this weekend and not Tennessee because I don't even know why. I basically got lost in Indiana and learned that in Indiana, you can't sell cold beer. Oh. You go to the store, if you go to like the, if you go to like the convenience store or the grocery store or uh, like a gas station, it's illegal for them to sell cold beer. They can sell cold wine. They can sell cold cider, which I don't know why anyone would want cold wine. I don't know. It I mean, white thing. wine's like chilled. Yeah, they have like red wine in the fridge and beer on the shelf. And I was just like, okay. So mm. anyway, that's what I learned. Um, <laughs> that's about the most interesting thing happening in Indiana outside of Indianapolis. And on Sunday, when I got home, uh, we went to Lucky's, which I just was remembering how much I love Lucky's. And I also stumbled upon the Sohud Collective, which have you heard, you know, like the Sohud area south of Hudson? Yeah. It's where so, the new Evolved is. And right. And there's like cool, a whole mural. Yeah. A lot of cool murals over there. So we actually stumbled by, there was like a little street fest going on. The Sohud Collective is this new it's like these cool hippie or hipster vintage sellers and people like that. Um, and it was cool. So they might have another event around like Halloween. I was talking to the guy who seemed like the organizer and he said he would DM us. He would slide into our DMs when he had more information. So we'll keep you posted. Perfect. I need like to go to more market type stuff. Well, mm. why don't you hang around until the event section, Julia? Cause I got some markets for you. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, this weekend I had a very, like, I feel like a very packed weekend, but also very chill. I tried Wolstridge. Um, they do pan pizzas in on the weekend. It's just like a sheet pan pizza special. Yeah, and it looks delicious. She, uh, Julia posted a picture on the on the Instagram, on the Instagram yeah. and I wanted to eat it through my phone. Yeah, but they do a special one each weekend. So this weekend was an Oktoberfest pizza, so it had, like, sauerkraut, um, meat, what's the meat that they used? I can't remember now, but it was so good. And it was really good cold the next morning for breakfast because there's just a lot of field hockey on Saturday. Um, cause it was the last weekend of that. I also tried Sassafras bakery in Worthington and Worthington's so cute. Like downtown Worthington uh, has my okay. heart. Sassafras. I, before I even moved to Ohio, I went to Worthington, took a picture of it. It's just like the cutest little, it still has like a yellow door. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. It's just, it's adorable. Yeah. I had never been there nor heard of it, but, um, we got treated to lunch and I had their turkey sandwich and they had like pickled cauliflower on it. Oh, so good. It sounds delicious. Yeah. And then I went to a pumpkin patch. I got my pumpkin patch in. I went to one up in Delaware. 
Um, I've actually gone to two pumpkin patches so far this year. So we'll see if I hit a third this weekend because why yeah. not? There's only me. so many outdoor, only so many COVID approved <laughs> activities you can really do. So that is one of them. But I also went to a brewery in Delaware. I think it was called like Old Dog Brewery. I that think it used right. to be something else. I should have fact checked this. But it's really cool because they have, um, Delaware has a pumpkin trail. So they have different restaurants, all these different restaurants in Delaware and their fall like pumpkin item to get. So at, um, the brewery, it was a pumpkin white Russian, but I wasn't feeling that. I had beer. It was all very good. Their Oktoberfest mm-hmm. was bomb. Um, and then on Sunday, I had Mission Coffee. Duh. I always do now <laughs> at this point. And I ran errands and just did a bunch of research on my ballot because this week I am turning that sucker in. I'm getting my Heck sticker. Yeah. I've never gotten a voting sticker. I always vote really? absentee. So I'm ready. That's exciting. So Should good... I just jump right into, uh, I have some like voter voting update stuff that I thought was interesting. I just want to share it real quick. Yeah, go there's, for it. So in regards to like politics in Columbus, there was like a ton going on and I didn't really want to go off the rails this week because there's a possibility that I would start and I would never stop talking, um, <laughs> including like, I don't know if you've seen, there's a, a pro, uh, not a protest, a picket, a rally. What's the, what's the word? not protest it's like um a strike oh there we go there's teachers on strike in uh in columbus right now yeah but anyway i didn't the whole point of this is that i didn't want to get into that so regarding voting back on track here um i saw some stats on wcde's website that there are eight million approximately people registered to vote in ohio um as registration closed last week which is the second highest of all time, um, just under 8.2 million in uh, 2008. So that's exciting and reassuring. And actually, and compared to 2018, there are more, no, rather there are less Republican party um, affiliated, less voters affiliated with the Republican party, which I thought was interesting because, Mm -hmm. you know, they say Ohio is a swing state. So in um, 2018, there were, 2 million people affiliated with the Republican Party, and now there's just 1.9. Wow. That is going to keep my opinions out of it and just be like, that's a fact that's happening. Yeah, no, I think so, too. I just think, like, from an outside perspective, you know, you think about how, like, Ohio's a swing state. We're swinging. We're swingers. (laughs) There we go. Watch out. We can get into more um, fun facts about Ohio recently in an article um, by livable livabilities, um, Ohio or Columbus was ranked 11 on the top 100 best places to live in 2020. So we love to see it. Yeah. They included, um, a bunch of different information about like economic stability, outdoor recreation, um, community engagement. So they ranked number 11. The only like bad part about this was just the fact that Ann Arbor came in as number two. So Mm. whatever it's good to live in Columbus as like a city is pretty cool it is it is very cool I I do as very a college much. as a football team yeah exactly it, not it's a so beautiful much. campus it's a beautiful university it's very prestigious um yeah. Michigan as a state is beautiful but like gotta hate it because Ohio <laughs> you mean Michigan Michigan that place that, place that up state north. up north um no I totally believe it because I've been like 
this sounds like awkward to say because of COVID, but I've kind of been traveling like more locally lately. Uh, just like in the Midwest, like I was just in Nashville for the first time. We stopped in um, Louisville, Louisville. Oh, I love Louisville. Um, on the way home from Indiana last weekend. And the more I go places, the more I appreciate Columbus. Like not to say that, you know, Louisville and Nashville aren't great places, but I don't think I'd want to live there. I don't know. And even though Columbus has changed a lot in the last three, five, 10, 20 years, I think it, it continues to become like its evolution is still into its positive. Yeah. It's a good place to live. I think it's like every time I visit a new city, I realize that we do the exact same things in every single city. Yeah. Like I was talking to one of my <laughs> new coworkers who lives in New York City, and she's like, so what do you do for fun? I'm like, probably the same thing you do for fun. I go out to eat. I go out to drink. I hang out with my friends and watch TV, like, I, except I, I do it at like sports. half the cost and without the traffic, so... <laughs> Whereas she's probably expecting to say, like, I stare at a field of corn. Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> this weekend when I spent time in the cornfield. I was like, it's going to be really hard for me to, like, convince my coworkers that there's fun things to do here when I'm like, I spent the weekend in a corn. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all love the fall activities. Um, well, speaking I'm, of how great, I think I just stole your transition. Yeah, you did steal my transition. Columbus is. There's new and cool things coming to our city. Julia, what do you got? Yeah, my original transition was this is going to knock us above Ann Arbor. Um, this, the headline is from Columbus Navigator. It says a crystal clear oasis could be coming to Buckeye Lake. And the pictures of this look so cool. And basically, they're just going to take a region of the lake, it looks like and um, turn it into, it almost reminds me of like a Disneyland resort or a Disney World I kind resort. Of, I saw the pictures like, and I thought resort, totally. Yeah, it looks like a resort, but it's just kind of funny because the renderings have like palm trees and stuff, which that's like, you're, it's, it's going to be trying probably a little hard for Ohio, but it'll like try to make you feel like you're in Florida. So I'm into it. I'm excited about it. Um, I hope it goes over well. The technology that they're going to use to clean this, like they're calling it a lagoon, um, is going to use a hundred times fewer chemicals than conventional water attractions. Oh my and God. I'm all for efficient it. filtration and system pools. And as someone who's like really sensitive to chlorine, I'm into it. So marking that on my calendar for, I don't know when it's supposed to be built or if the, I think this is just a proposal. So hopefully yeah. it gets approved and just like, goes on through and they begin building it next week. Well, in these unprecedented times when, you know, we can't travel and they're bringing the lagoon to us, they're also bringing, drum roll, Del Taco. What is Del Taco? Did you see this? Do you I, don't know know what, Taco I don't know what Del Taco is. I saw this and I was like, I don't know what it is. Anyone who watches um, Grace and Frankie or whatever that show is on Netflix definitely knows Del Taco because the character Frankie Ber Bergstein is like obsessed with Del Taco. It's an actual real place. It's like the Taco Bell of the West Coast. Oh, okay. Um, their stuff looks really good. Not only do they have tacos and they have like an impossible taco meat thing, they also serve burgers and fries. So they look exactly like Taco Bell, the pictures of these tacos, which but that's my I favorite type of taco, honestly, is a hard yeah. shell taco with ground beef and like a kind of taco that resembles nothing like what a true authentic taco is. Exactly. I want the We're American size. Yeah. You hand it to me through a drive-thru. It's already soaking the bag with grease. That's yes. 
That's what the type of tacos I like. So the first one is actually already under construction in Bell Fountain, and there are six more planned to come, but I think they'll probably come a little bit slower. I would assume that one will eventually come to Columbus just because that makes sense. But um, yeah. There's Bell a local Fountain feels like a very random place for them to. Pick. Yeah, I don't really know the reasoning behind it, but I feel like it's probably just like a test market. I don't know. Yeah, Columbus the is in... the best test market in the United uh, States. I know. So anyway, in other um, food news, because that's all we care about here, we'll move into our brewery news because that's how we segmented it. Because what we do for fun in Ohio is eating and drinking. Yeah, pretty much. That's all they do for fun anywhere. So. Facts. Okay, take it away. Anyway, um, Saucy, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I've been talking about Saucy since probably last year. Probably mm-hmm. like a long time, like a year ago, I think, was when they closed that um, cafe location on 3rd. And they're like, it's going to be a Saucy. And it was supposed to open in the fall and then the winter. It was supposed and to open April, like this time and then, last year originally. Yeah, it was. So it finally has a, an official opening date. It's 10 2020 So super excited about that. I don't know That's if I'll go like yet. 10 days. Because, yeah. I don't know if I'll go yet because COVID protocols and I get still get kind of nervous about that sort of stuff, but I'm very excited about it. And then also Jackie O's Brewery, which is a brewery down in Athens County. Um, and they have a really good beer called a Razwheat, which was actually my first craft beer I ever consumed, is coming to Columbus. They're going to fill the old um, elevator brewing spot that's near Wolf's Ridge on 4th. Wait, so, that one closed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was talking about it with my friend. I was like, I didn't realize it closed. But when yeah. did that one, the one with the, the garage? Yeah. They're closing by, that like, one. Kind of by pins? Yep. And um, Taft's. Huh or not Taft's, um, Jackie O's is going to go in there. But I think- I also didn't realize we didn't have Jackie O's in Columbus already. I just kind of assumed we did. Nope, not yet. But it is like available at every single grocery store. So you'd think- So many new things. So that's um, my two beer news pieces, I think. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for beer news. Oh, I had one beer news thing that I put in here and I totally forgot that I did. You had kind of talked about it last week, but I saw um, Land Grant has now officially released all six of their- um, anniversary beers and they're yeah. now selling uh, mixed six packs to celebrate and it includes one of each of their six anniversary beers which is open always that's the Buckeye one that you the Buckeye that I want very donuts much. one that you talked about who I forget whose coffee are they using to make it stuffs stuffs I was gonna say Wolfridge but I was like wait I don't think Wolfridge Wolfridge does that thing with Fox in the Snow, and then I got all confused. I don't know if they actually do something with Fox in the Snow, or we just assume they do because their logos are so similar. Well, if they don't, then they should. Okay, you yeah. heard it here first. So they also include um, Mr. Stacks, which is a blueberry maple porter. Uh, yum. Get There Fast, which is a key lime milkshake IPA. And if I had to assume why it's called Get There Fast, I would take a gander that it's probably a pretty high alcohol concentration. Oh yeah, their milkshake IPAs are they'll hit you real yep. quick. And then there's Spruce Dickinson, which is a uh I really messed this typing up. It's a spruce ale with ginger and coriander. Ginger and coriander. There you go. Um and then I thought this one was kind of unique and fun. They have meat sweats, which is a smoked lager, which I've never heard of or had a smoked lager before, but I can like imagine what it tastes like. It probably tastes delicious uh and it's in collaboration with ray rays which if you haven't been to their franklinton tap room 
uh, brewery location, there's a permanent Ray Ray's stand there. So probably eat Ray Ray's and drink the, the meat sweats beer. And then the last one is Galaxy Brain, double dry hopped IPA. Yeah. And also I saw this right before the podcast and I was like, we have enough food news because we still have more food news to cover after this. But Ray Ray's is opening a permanent location in Granville, like a brick and mortar, like sit down to eat restaurant, not a food truck. They actually, oh, because they have a, a brick and mortar location, but I don't know if you can eat in it. Yeah, it's, it's by it's, the, in the parking lot of the Home Depot. The Ace, I think. It's an Ace. It's not Home Depot. Well, it's no, they local. have two. So they actually have three locations that I'm aware of right now. One behind Ace of Cups, one uh, at Land Grant, but they also have one that's a brick and mortar location in the parking lot of Home Depot in... Oh, in like Westerville, Westerville yeah, in Westerville area. Yeah, but it, that's cool that now. Well, it seems kind of stupid, in my opinion, to make a sit-down restaurant right now because we can't even. That's sorry, it's my opinion. <laughs> but oops, um, cool. I'm glad that they're you know thriving because it's yummy. Yeah, it is very good. Another place that has been thriving during quarantine, or. I don't want to speak that they're thriving because I don't see their numbers or their business model or whatever, but Italian village market is doing great during quarantine. They are oh, pulling out some God. good food. I am going to go get the pickle Rick on Thursday, which is their, um, hot dog, pickle, corn dog thing. I'm excited. They, they, part of their new like dairy dose, they had this thing. It was called like the dime bag cause it was $10 and you got two burger sliders, a mini fries, like the fried onion pickles or fried cheese balls or something and oh two king beers. Uh, yum. Two, two beers, two sliders, fries, and some other thingy for $10. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. If you have not been to um, the Italian village market, you need to. You are missing out. If you're not into like dairy dose, that type of kind of fast food feel, they mm-hmm. are doing, um, they're bringing no menu Monday back in November for a special no menu Monday. And that's super excited. I'll be there. Sign me up. Um, I want all of it. And also they have some new like wine thing too. I forget what it's called, but if you go into their website, they're doing something special with like wines and discounted and they're good and they're like local and tannin free and I'm probably making this up. So never mind. Yeah. Anyway, I love Italian village market. So good. So definitely do that. That should be a takeaway for everyone this week. Put it on your calendar. And then the last um, sad piece of news is Brazen Head in Grandview is set to go to auction tomorrow, which today is Tuesday. So tomorrow will be Wednesday the 14th. Um, the whole like kitchen bar, it's like three levels, which I didn't know. And then on Saturday, elements such as the mahogany bar, stained glass windows, and other antiques are going to be available for auction. So that's a big bummer because they also um, left their place they were at in Dublin to open the North High Brewery. Um, So that stinks because a lot of people really like Brazen Head. I've never been there, but it always looks really cool. Looks like a nice patio. So that's a big bummer, but it is what it is. I guess. Yep. Um, yeah. So other than that, I think we have some events that are exciting. There's a lot of cool stuff that went on this past weekend. Uh, like tons of brunches and art shows and cool stuff. So I tried to stack the deck and include as much info in here as I could. Cause there's still cool stuff happening. 
it's not all on the computer. Yeah. And it's also like the last couple weeks of really good fall weather before yeah. we get the gray, dreary coldness. Yeah, and also our lives will be soon taken over by Ohio State football. So this is your last free weekend to do activities. Two weeks. Just consider these last couple of weeks like they were all bye weeks. And then exactly. you got to go into hibernation, but it's okay because big it's time old. is back. I was going to yes. say, never mind. Okay. Never mind. Anyway, going on. Um, so this isn't next week, but the week after burger and beer week is coming up. So if Yum. you don't know that a bunch of local restaurants will do burger and beer specials. And um, that is from October 26th through 31st. So a good Halloween activity, get a burger and a beer. Sounds delicious. Okay. So Julia, earlier you were talking about how you want to do more outdoor markets. Well, do I have the lineup for you? Um, there are so many fleas. Columbus has a little flea problem station. Yes. So um, I'm sure you guys have all heard of Columbus flea. You know it, you love it. They've been doing these baby fleas. So they're not many, they're baby fleas. And they've been, they started last week, I think. And there's three more weekends, including this Sunday at um, uh, October 18th, next Sunday, October 25th. And the last one is November 1st. And it's behind Do Mama and Shop Small Talk. So, I mean, that sounds like heaven to me. You get some Do Mama, you like talk to the nice ladies at Small Talk. And um, there's different vendors that will be there. It's outside, but you still are required to wear a mask and you're encouraged to go in small groups. So Sunday from 11 to, let's say four, I don't know. And so then, whenever they close. And then if that's not enough flea for you, then you got the streetwear flea, which has been going on for five years and I've never even heard of it. So um, this weekend it's strong water um, on the 18th from noon to five. They're gonna have the fifth anniversary of the streetwear flea, AKA the only flea designed strictly for the culture of streetwear, curated by those who wear it and live it and love it. So uh, you have to get a ticket to get in. Tickets range from seven to $15, depending on how early you wanna go. And they're gonna be doing tons of safety precautions because it is inside and they're limiting attendance. That's why you gotta buy a ticket, but they're also gonna be doing temperature checks at the door. Um, all vendors are required to sanitize their stuff. There's gonna be hand sanitizer and masks will be enforced over the mouth and the nose. Ooh, that's key. That is key. key. High key. So is that enough uh, outdoor, indoor vendor markets for you? It's not because I also have another uh, market thing this weekend. There's more. Watershed Distillery is doing their yard sale at 10 a.m. on Saturday, and they're going to be selling like barrel pieces, um, other bottles and odds and ends from their warehouse. And also, oh God, it'd be an episode if we didn't mess, mention Lions Cup cookies. They'll be there, and they're doing a bourbon pecan cookie, which, oh, I love bourbon pecan. So, it I might just be there. We'll see. Crazy, that's insane. Um, yeah. So if you're into like that vintage farmhouse look, I feel like that's the place for you to go. If you're into the coolest new Paris shoes in town, then you might want to go to the streetwear flea and if you're into like nice music and cottage what's that like the flower cottage vibe then maybe uh, like a to... french like french house it's thing. a whole tiktok thing it's like there's like cottage it's a style now and you wear like cute dresses and yeah i'm not on know. that I'm... side of tiktok 
I don't know. But if you want to see people that are like not wearing dresses. Oh yeah. You can uh, go to. That's an option too. The burlesque show, which um, 40 Deuce in Easton. I haven't been there yet, but they uh-uh. look. They're it's the part of a have... new like expansion in Easton. Yeah. And don't they have the milkshakes with like the whole. Yeah. They have like the insane milkshakes. Yep. Yeah, so they're for Halloween, they're going to do a Halloween supper and burlesque show. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely look at that. That sounds like a good, fun, interesting Halloween activity. Sounds like a good time. Um, Speaking of the Easton expansion in that area, True Food finally opened. I don't think we talked about it, but it's finally there. So I think that almost everything now in that Easton expansion area has opened with the exception of pins on the corner in the, the dragon donut place and maybe uh crimson cup i don't think it's open yet but um the root what's the root place the root beer forbidden place. root forbidden root restoration is open. hardware restoration hardware now true food 4d juicy the beeline bar did open i don't know if it ever reopened again but um easton is so yeah. cool i honestly i like easton better than um dublin bridge park so Ooh, shots fired yeah. Well, if we're and including that, just Bridge Park or if we're including like Old Dublin, I do like Old Dublin a lot, but Old Dublin is so cute. No, I agree. Like Bridge Park is looks cool, but once you get there, I feel like there's not a ton to do. Well, it's just the short north placed up in Dublin. <laughs> like that's literally what it is. It's the short north placed in Dublin. So there I you have it. That's that's my hot okay. take this week. That's all our hot takes. We're out of hot takes. So we will catch you next time, Columbus. Uh, You better go to some fleas and Julia will be in her third pumpkin patch. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.